This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. I want every girl to dream a dream of her life, and I want that dream to become a reality. I want her to dream a dream with all her innocence, imagination, and freedom. I want her to become who she wants to be, a homestay mom, a doctor, a singer, a scientist, anything she wants for herself. Or, as my five-year-old dreams, a chocolate factory girl boss. <laughs> When we are little, our imagination is limitless. We are not restricted by the expectations of our families or society, color of our skin, or our gender. Yet, this changes as we get older. Let your kids be kids, respect and foster their dreams, and let them believe in the world where the rainbow unicorns will show themselves, as long as we believe that it is possible, writes Dr. Leah. Valeria Tellis interviews Dr. Leah Ramachandra, the founder of Epilinks, entrepreneur, liberated healthcare executive, and speaker. Dr. Leah Ramachandra has focused her education, career, and startups in the healthcare fields and industries with the mission to improve the lives of millions living with chronic illnesses. It is with this purpose she started her company, a skincare and cosmetics company focused on serving customers with the most common allergies to common ingredients and skin conditions. Her focus is to design, formulate, manufacture, and make available high-quality products and services. Epilinks has its research, development, manufacturing, and sales operations in Lincolnshire and Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Dr. Leah is well-suited to disrupt the skincare and cosmetics industry with this focus, as she is a doctor in pharmacy, a doctor in analytical chemistry, and a visionary businesswoman who has already contributed in the healthcare industry globally. Dr. Leah was born in Russia, former Soviet Union, and grew up in the Netherlands. She has trained and worked at premier institutions and companies in Europe, the Middle East, and the United States before taking the leap into the entrepreneurial space. She sits on the advisory boards and executive team of three healthcare technology and service companies. Meet Dr. Leah at epilinks.com. Here is the interview with Dr. Leah Ramachandra. In your own words, who is Leah Ramachandra? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And so Leah Ramachandra is, um, uh, I would say, mother. That would be my first thing. Then uh, wife and recently an entrepreneur and really trying to help as many people as possible and, you know, touch their hearts and 
really have that personal connection with people. One of your blog posts that I read, that something caught my attention. I already mentioned off record the one about empowering, encouraging young girls, women to live their dreams. That's one of my favorites. But then you have another one which you talk about being a citizen of the world. And you say, I am the citizen of the world and I am so grateful to be that. Talk to me for a moment about that statement, Liam. Yes, so you know it's it's interesting because I uh, I am I am now in US and I'm American citizen just to go in more te technicalities. But I was born in Russia, uh, former Soviet Union. I grew up in the Netherlands, and I've lived in Eastern Europe, in Middle East. I was so fortunate to live in many places in the world because of my work, and in Europe. So that's one thing. So because living in different countries, when people say to me, where are you from? Who are you? I am always saying, I am a citizen of the world because I really feel connected with everyone I met in my journey. And, and, and it was the biggest blessing to do that. And, you know, looking at all my friends, it's quite diverse group. And it gives me a lot of great energy and pleasure. One of my first warm-up questions to you is about mental health. What does it look like to be mentally health? How would you describe that, Leah? So I think there are many facets to that, right? And I think it's very personal. And for everyone, mental health probably will mean something completely different than it may for me. For me, mental health or being mentally healthy means internally happy. You know, not relying on anything external to make me happy, but really internally happy and not just in 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 my brain, I would say. Right. Because with, with mental health is between our ears, which is not just between our ears, but also happy in my body, happy like internally with my gut, you know, with my soul, with my brain, of course in my skin. So all of that contributes for me or to me as, as a good mental health state and of really kind of truly being happy and taking every day as something which is given, right? And, and a privilege. So happiness, that's another interesting ideal concept we have. And I wonder if there is a, a destination for that. Is that something that we achieve, we get there, or we are constantly working on? Well, for me, I am um, constantly working on it because I feel that every day I do meditate in the morning and my meditation um, is not just sitting and meditating. It's very much, I drop my kids off early in the morning and I go swimming for half an hour before I start my day. And while I swim, I meditate. Right. And then I, I basically say and envision how my day will be. And I wish myself that it will be the most amazing day in the world. So it is, I need to remind this to myself every day. Otherwise, it's so easy to get lost with everything we do and the busyness of the day and forget that. Do you see self-love and self-care in the same way or they are somehow different from your perspective? It's a very good question. I have not thought about it actually <laughs> yeah. in that way, but I feel they are connected, but I also 
I can also imagine being disconnected, you know, mm, because self-love, yeah. you know, I've been reading a lot about with COVID, for example, right? People yeah. talk about their weight and 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 blame themselves for eating too much or too little or whatever. Yeah. So I feel self-care is, yes, caring about yourself, your body, your soul, your mind, but self-love and, and eating, say, if we're talking about food, eating healthy, right? Mm. Or eating nourishing things for your mind. But I feel self-love is even when we do those things that might not be that great for us yeah. or that healthy, it's still saying it is okay. I mm. love you. Mm. But there I would yeah. see that separation. So let's see. I have so many questions for you. The warm-up questions. The next one, I'll ask you this one. What do you think or feel is the purpose of the human experience? Well, I really, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a great question. It's probably, you can, you can talk about it for hours, but I feel, right? So it's, I mean, if you're religious, it's one thing, or even if you believe in energies of our bodies and everything around us, right? Living and even non-living things. So I feel it's really being a very giving energy in this life and this body that we are in. And when we pass, then, you know, also kind of giving back. So just doing good things and being kind, I feel that's kind of the purpose. Do you have spiritual beliefs or practices? Yeah, so I was raised. Jewish in more in a in a more traditional way I would say uh, my husband was raised as a, as a Hindu so uh, we but we celebrate everything we have a, it's it's really I'm now older I become in my life I I see it more as energy and interconnectivity between all living and non-living things like I said so really like uh, quantum connectiveness I would say so like everything is connected so I am very spiritual and you know you know even when we talk about afterlife so everything I do I think okay what ripple effects will that have on people around me but also in nature and everyone everywhere around me so true power what is that to you, Leah, to have true power, that sense of true power? Well, for me, it's really um, when I feel that people around me and myself are kind of happy, making people happy, making sure that really kind of little things changing their perspective towards happiness, I feel that's a true power, that you know, a little act on my side can have maybe small consequences, but still a consequences in a good direction. And my last warm-up question is healing. What is healing? Is that something that's also ongoing or we can say one day that we are healed? Um, also the misconceptions about healing, what would that be? Well, I think, I don't think we can, at least I definitely not can say that I'm healed. I think it is definitely something ongoing and it grows as we grow as individuals and human beings and older we get and more experiences we get, right? Because we are constantly meeting people or, or, or things around us and learning and with that comes 
positive and negative energy, right? And then that always require healing. I feel like come into the room and I feel negative energy around me and then I feel empty and then I need to heal myself back. So uh, for me, it's definitely a concept of constant healing and that's okay. Like it's, 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 you know, some people say I'm already enlightened, like they are enlightened, which is great. I cannot say that about myself. I think it will take lifetime or more lifetimes. But that's okay, right? So, yeah. What was the inspiration to become an entrepreneur and healthcare executive, Leah? So for me, in the kind of first part of my life until I was 40, I chose a medical profession, I think simply because I wanted to help people and I come from a family of, you know, um, the healthcare professionals and scientists. So I always wanted to do something that will benefit people. And I've been doing that, but I also realized by having worked in many um, industries that, you know, develop medicines, that medicines are great, but they don't necessarily heal everything, right? <laughs> a very small part of the body that they may heal uh, and they come with a lot of side effects, of course. And, and at that point, so I was 40 and like coming to the whole, uh, trying to do something more in the world, I said, I really would like to start something of my own where I see people, I see patients, I can touch them uh, figuratively, you know, with, with what I do and make them, try to make them uh, more happy in every day of so their life. And it's something more tangible and really focus on, on various aspects of health, whether it's physical health or, or mental health. So that really was my big inspiration, first for the medical field and secondly, to become an entrepreneur, to really, like you said, not measure my success in money ever, but measure my success and the happiness of people around me. What a beautiful way of living life. I love that. <laughs> I always say that it's the most beautiful thing I can think of with the rational mind, this the sincere desire to help others, help ourselves and others at the same time. That is just incredibly beautiful. Thank you for being you, Leah. And you're also the founder of Epilynx. Did I pronounce that correctly? I hope yeah. I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so talk to me about your company and what are the products you offer and how does it work? Right. So, you know, since I was six years old, I was... I had psoriasis, uh, which is the autoimmune condition, right? And and I'll just talk a little bit about that. And that's obviously, um, we always thought it's a skin disease or skin condition. And later in life, now we finally understand that it's an internal inflammation of our bodies, whether related to stress or gut microbiome or many other factors. We don't really know. And talking about mental health, psoriasis patients go to dermatologists or rheumatologists or or internist, but they never um, they never go to a, a somebody to talk about their mental health, right? Because that really, really is affecting them more than probably what they see on their skin. So, right, yeah. So that's why I focus a lot on mental health and everything. Also, what we do and how we interact with our customers. But the company, and it's a skincare company. So it started because so I had psoriasis. I could never find products that really 
not heal it, but not make it worse on my face, on my body. Yeah. And so, and when I was um, around 40, I was also diagnosed with non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So when you, your, your body really rejects wheat and, and gluten and, and allergic to that. And I started making skincare, it's gluten-free skincare and also free from the most allergens to make sure that none of it gets on my skin or into my body and it seemed to work. And as I was also giving it to my friends and they loved it, that's how we started this company and um, we really make sure we talk with and advise all our customers and patients uh, who have those autoimmune conditions or skin conditions uh, or just sensitive skin on what will be the best for them. So the, the, we started this company, uh, which is not just, you know, for their skin, but really goes skin deep because it is for inflammation that is happening inside us. What you do, it's actually a holistic approach to health. It's, it's not just uh, trying to cure or treat the symptoms. The products you, you offer, do we have mm-hmm. many options or you carry just a small line of products? No, it's actually we have many options. So it's uh, all kinds of skincare that you can imagine, serums, face creams, moisturizers with SPF, you know, to protect against the sun. We have um, all kinds of makeup, lipsticks and eyeliners and blushes and everything you can imagine. And, And we did that. Yeah. And we did that because a lot of my customers, when we just were offering skincare, they said, it works for me. It works so well. But, you know, for the last 20 years, I can't I couldn't wear any lipstick. Right. So I have so many allergies and you you put your lipstick on and you really eat it. Right. We'll eat our lipstick. So they said, you know, I get so bloated. I don't feel well or I could I couldn't wear an eyeshadow or mascara. So can you make something? So that's how we also kind of went into the makeup. And 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 it's so to your question about like, why do we do this? I really do this every day. It's so gratifying because there are emails from customers who say, you know, for the last so many years, I couldn't do it. And now my skin is glowing or I can wear makeup again. And I feel so happy um, because of that, because, you know, it just makes me happy that I can wear makeup. So it's just amazing to hear the stories. Yeah. Wow. Natural makeup. I love that idea too. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's crucial. I do get some products from, I think it's called Thrive Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. It's not a plug here. I don't make anything from them, but I got two, I think it's mascara. That's because I realized that that was not good for my skin. And then I was looking for natural, anything that was makeup that was natural. It, it made a huge difference too. That's incredible how that works. Thank you for doing what you do, Leah, again. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you also have uh, sunscreen, right? You offer them. Yes. So talk to me about the difference between sunscreen that can harm us and the ones that don't and the ingredients to look for. Yes. And that's a very uh, interesting topic now, since we've seen in the news that that 78 brands of sunscreens that are quite renowned, right, were recalled uh, due to the 
contamination with carcinogen, benzene, that should never ever be there uh, or even anywhere. It's, it's, it's really, really bad for us. And just, of course, besides that toxic ingredients and those brands that were recalled, I always say that we made so many improvements. We can call them improvements, but they are not really in the sunscreen world with all the sprays and, and SPF 90. But all of that is so not good for our skin and our internal health because all the sprays, they get absorbed into our lungs, they get absorbed into our skin, right? Because they are nanoparticles and and get absorbed into our blood and cause all kinds of horrible diseases. So I really say, please be careful. Use only a cream-based sunscreen. That's number one. You just need to reapply. And I also say use mineral or like you say, natural sunscreen versus chemical one. And I'll quickly explain what that is. The natural mineral sunscreen, it's only, there are only two ingredients to that. It's either zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. And what they do, they sit on top of your skin in the sunscreen and they reflect the UV light from your skin so it doesn't get absorbed, right? So your skin is getting protected. Of course, if you go into the water or you sweat, it will just wash off, so you have to reapply it. But that's the most safest one. All the chemical sunscreens that you see now on the market everywhere, and I would say 99% of the sunscreens are chemical ones because you can go to the higher SPF, but they are formed of small particles and they do not sit on top of your skin. They go inside the cells of your skin and that's how they react with UV lights, generating heat that will get, that again gets reflected from our bodies. But the reaction happens within your skin. That's number one. So you don't, so the skin can get clogged, can get all kinds of, you know, byproducts that you don't want. And in many cases, it will get absorbed into our bloodstream, right? And our internal organs. Does it make a difference to get the sunscreen that is uh, 30, th the numbers that we see, 30, 50, even 80 I have seen? Yeah, so when you see these high numbers, so usually everything above 30 is chemical. It could be also with mineral, but because zinc oxide particles or titanium dioxide, you just can't dissolve them that easy, right? Um, so you can only go up to 30. So we all we offer is up to 30 or like foundation with even 15. And all I say, you just reapply, right? Reapply with a few hours in the sun. If you go above, it's either chemical sunscreens or it's those nanoparticle chemical sunscreen that will get, that basically gets absorbed into your skin. So yes, when you go swimming, it offers better protection against the sun, but what does it, what, what it does to your skin and internal organs is of course a different story then. That's very interesting and useful to know, Leah. 30, thank you. Mm -hmm. We need to know that those things. I'm using now a 51, so now... I'm getting to the 30 and going back to it. <laughs> well, yeah, I would look at the ingredients because, of course, more, more technological advances are happening. But it's probably zinc oxide and something else, you know. So just but and I would also just would say do not use spray, use creams. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a big one too. Yes, uh, right. Okay. Because pray that you inhale it, right? You inhale it in your lungs with yeah. a- along with all these particles that you don't want inside your body. True. It makes so much sense. Now that I heard that as a reminder from you, I'll ask my husband to not use that because I got him one. I spray <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> you know, I don't have a spray <laughs> one, but I got him one. So that was not nice without knowing. So I knew about sprays, that they are not good for you. That the, Yeah, we're breathing everything. But for some reason, because sometimes I'm not there and he leaves the house early and then I want him to kind of spray everywhere, put the sunscreen on his back, you know, and if I'm not there, then he'll probably go out of the house without it. And that's why I got this spray um, with that intention. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> I know. And, you, and you're right. I mean, usage of sunscreen is better than not using any anything, right? Because there are many other things that can happen when we're too much in the UV light. I do have the blog post that I really like that I read, but this one, another one that I really liked before I talk about the, um, I want every girl to dream a dream of her life. That was the blog post title that you have written. But there's another one about relationships those that I found on your website. What makes a relationship, marriage, successful and happy? And there you talk about, I think you quoted someone else who said that marriage is like a table with four legs. You need all four of them. So they represent love, respect, compromise, and communication. Talk to me about that for a moment, Leah. <laughs> so... You know, it's it's. I was listening to actually one of our, one of the podcasts also recently, and they said it's so easy to fall in love, right? Everyone can fall in love, but then to nourish, right, and feed that love or marriage every day takes work, you know. And it's not in a bad sense. It's you know, like like you said, life comes, life goes. So many things happen. And we get so emerged in, in every day's life that then we forget to to tell each other, right? That that why we are together. We forget why in the first place we got together. So I think, yes, and it's some we were actually in Napa and one of the wine owners, um uh Persian uh older um person told this that, that he always reminds himself after 50 years of marriage <laughs> and his kids that, you know, communication is very important, but also compromise because sometimes one wants one thing, another, another. So how do you come to that middle ground or maybe do one thing and next time something else in life and every decision you make? And I think that's so important to always, my grandma used to also tell me, when you are with someone, it's important that you don't just look at each other, but look in the same direction, right? So that you you have a similar goal, what you want from life. And I think that's really one of the most important things in the marriage. And the post about encouraging girls to live their dreams. Why did you write that post, Leah? What was the inspiration for that? Well, I think a lot of things coming from the me myself of course growing up as a little girl and seeing seeing what I could or could not do right and my parents were always encouraging me that I can become anything I want which I think made me who I am today and but also seeing and especially being in a corporate life seeing 
that most of the senior positions are occupied by men, seeing the differences in salaries, seeing the differences of the voices being or not being heard at the table, truly seeing it even now, and especially with many women marrying and, say, having children, they they and getting maybe out of workforce feel so... It's hard to say, feel maybe less than men, right? Or less than something that they aspire to be, which they shouldn't. And I think that's why I'm always saying, I'm saying to my two girls and one boy, and I'm saying to all three of them, and boys, little boys need that probably as well, you know? I'm saying you can be anything you want to be in life, you know, anything from anything like my five-year-old wants to be, wants to run a chocolate factory. And I say, you run a chocolate factory. What do we need to do? So you are so, right? And I tell them every day, you are the best. You're the, you're so smart. You're doing it well. And, and I feel that encouraging them and about everything, about what they do, how they speak, their weight, their everything, saying you're the most beautiful thing in the world, just to make them confident in themselves, not arrogant, but confident and saying you can become anything you want in life. And I feel that we've gotten far, but we are nowhere where we should be. Yeah, that is um, a very sad kind of topic even to discuss because... Yeah, we know that this is really still a reality, our reality, that women are not seeing the same as men. That idea of power, actually the definition of power is still being manipulation, force, control, which is actually all about empowerment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We yeah. supporting and empowering one another. That's what mm-hmm. power really is to me. And I love that, that you're doing that with your kids, kind of motivating them to do what comes naturally to them. I love that idea that we can just do what is uh, we're interested in naturally without too much the mental constructs, the ideas, even from parents, which is, it might be a challenge to do, right, Leah, not to kind of influence our children mm-hmm. to be something mm-hmm. that we want them to be. Yes. But if we can listen and let them kind of be themselves, then, yeah. I mean, that's another beautiful thing I can think of. Letting people be like we gotta actually start with ourselves and yeah. right be what we wanted to see out there. You like you are the reference for them. And they will yeah. definitely look up to you for that path. They will look at you and your husband. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> and you are doing that, so that, that really works. <laughs> Being you and following your own path. Thank you again for everything you do, the way you do it. I have a lot of appreciation for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Before that, Leah, would you like to add anything? No, I, it's, 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 so, it's, all, it's very healing, actually, to connect with you and to speak. And really, really amazing questions. I've done quite a bit of podcasts, but this has been really, I actually feel myself very calm. This has been healing for me. <laughs> <laughs> be on on this so this is great thank you for for having me thank you for your presence and the last questions yeah let me ask you this one what is another word for life i would i always say energy i don't know if that's right or wrong but that's what it is for me (laughs) (laughs) good it comes naturally right 
energy, right? Two more questions. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing, leaving the body, would you make any change or do anything in a different way? I won't. We have this question every day with my husband saying that we need to live the life as, as if tomorrow, in a good way, as if tomorrow it's our last day and live it to the fullest. And, and, and we always say we love what we do and I wouldn't do maybe spend a little bit more time with my parents and my kids, but, but nothing else professionally. Yeah, nothing extremely different. It's no, just doing no. more of what you already do, right, in the way. And my last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Well, maybe I mean, the first one that I know for sure we will definitely die. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. I don't see it as dying. I see it as just my energy being transformed somewhere else. And I always see the, you know, my grandparents around me and, and I feel their presence. So so I like that circle of life. That That I know for sure. Second thing is that every day is is a blessing and we need to take every day is not as a given but really as a blessing and and enjoy to the fullest so i know that's that through everything that happened in my life i this is this is how i live my life now and um the third thing is i feel that more kindness was spread within ourselves to ourselves to people around us the better the world and life will be Mm, wow. Thank you so much for your wisdom, Leah, for sharing your wisdom here today, um, your beautiful presence, everything that you do, the intention, that sincere desire to help others, uh, everything else in between. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your products, services, work, and future projects? So um, I, if you just go to our website, even though we're present in many other places, but like you've read our blogs and what we do, uh, you can find us there, what we do and also our products. It's epilinks.com. Uh, very simple. And, um, and I always encourage everyone to connect with me personally. I read every email and I reply to every email. And if people would like to talk about anything, I'm always available because that's, again, the reason we started this. So, so thank you so much for asking for that. Beautiful. Thank you. I'll have those links on your podcast profile too. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Take care, Leah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Leah Ramachandra and her work, please visit epilinks.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.